We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friends and lovely listeners. My hope for you today is that you are enjoying the experience of being yourself, that you are celebrating yourself, liking yourself, loving yourself, and enjoying your life. So, you know, I believe we all have a destiny and a calling. But since we didn't arrive on planet Earth with an instruction manual, that calling can be hard to uncover. I think sometimes we have to be like spiritual scientists. With ask questions and then look for clues. And I know a big part for me has been learning to listen to the wisdom of the still small voice within rather than the really loud voice of others or the world. Yes, the path can be confusing and the journey can be circuitous, but I believe we are sincere in our intentions. The right teachers, light workers, and pathmates will show up right on time to guide us and illuminate our way. Today, we're spending time with a light worker, spiritualist, angelic communicator, communicator, medium, and author who has an incredible gift to heal the heart and mind of those who are ready for it. She has lit the way for thousands of people and has been a powerful and important bridge between the worlds of heaven and earth. We are here today with Marty Tote. Marty is an ordained minister and life coach with a doctorate in divinity and metaphysical healing. Today, we're going to be talking about her book called Whisper in the Wings, a spiritualist journey to find her true calling. So, Marty Tote, thanks for being here today on Empower Radio. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes, your book, I just, I read it on my um, flight to Hawaii and I enjoyed it thoroughly. How did your book, Whisper in the Wings, come into being? I really felt like, uh, in the first place, I thought I would never write. It's very, um, it exposed me. And, uh, you know, it it really kind of filleted me open, actually. And um, I wrote that book because I can't possibly be the only one that has um, had a gift um, known about it and yet kept stuffing it. I just kept stuffing it throughout my childhood, throughout um, my young adulthood, um, and uh, then finally having to just give in. Um, so I, I, I just kept thinking there's got to be somebody else out there that has felt this, and if I can help them to overcome their fears, uh, then, then why not write the book? I, I've been asked to write the book uh, my clients and for years, and I thought, no, heck no, I'm not going to expose myself that way. But, you know, I think that by exposing ourselves, I think that we we can help to teach others to do the same. I heard a quote once that I love that goes right along with what you're saying, Marty. It's like our ultimate vulnerability is our ultimate strength. And you were vulnerable. I have to you agree with that. Open. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. And it does. It takes courage to be that open and available and honest and vulnerable, but I'm, I'm so glad that you did it. And I'm sure that it um, really does give others a level of comfort and inspiration. So Marty, who would you like to read your book? Who's your um, maybe uh, perfect demographic? If you could give a shout out to our listeners, 
who, who do you want to go grab your book? I think anyone who has ever had uh, an experience that perhaps uh, stands out and they can't explain it. Um, you know, a miracle is defined as an unexplained phenomenon. Uh, so I think that if we look at it that way, uh, I think everyone has experienced a miracle. Um, we've all had those things happen to us where we think that's kind of weird. Some people prefer to call it a coincidence, and I don't believe in coincidences. Um, I think everything happens for a reason. Everything's in divine order. And um, so I think anyone, actually, who has ever has ever questioned uh, a happening in their life as to how the heck do we explain that, I think this book is for them. Mm, I like that, and I think that's pretty much everyone. I think it is. <laughs> so it it seems from reading your book that you've always felt like you were really, really different. Can you tell me more about why that is and how that came about in your life? I felt different as a child uh, at a very early age because when I was little, I actually could see uh, entities. I didn't know what I was seeing. I could see angels. I could see uh, those who have crossed over, um, and uh, it never frightened me until I started sharing with my parents or my grandparents or whoever would be caring to listen to little mouthy Marty. Um, excuse me, but there's somebody here um, that that began this um, journey uh, of, you know, uh, shush her, shush her now. <laughs> she mm-hmm. sounds crazy. <laughs> So um, it made me feel uh, different, like a weirdo, like a freak. So, so did you shut your gifts down because you were essentially shamed about them? I think I kind of, I, I don't think I could ever shut it down. I think I hid it very well. And mm-hmm. so as I grew older, I was just known to have very good intuition. Um, always had the answers. Uh you know, gosh, let's just go ask Marty. Um, but it wasn't Marty at all. I was just opening myself up. I can I can feel people's angels, and they reflect them because they were born with them, and that's how I read them. It, there's no trick to this. It's just they open themselves up, and I know exactly who a person is because I can feel their angels. I can't read their minds, you know, um, but... Uh, no, I could never shut it down, but I could sure hide it, and I hid it well for a very long time. What made you finally, like, really accept it and kind of come out of the closet, so to speak? <laughs> well, I, I think it just, uh, I had a head-on collision with me. I, <laughs> I you oh, know, no. it was it was just, it just became this, um, Marty, what are you running from, um, Yes, there's going to be people that don't accept what you're saying to them. However, it felt like I was doing my friends on the other side. They've always, I've never been alone. I've never been alone. They were always my friends. And I felt like they were, um, I don't believe that the other side can feel disappointment. But I felt disappointed in myself by not delivering their messages. I knew that was my calling. I knew that's what was expected of me. So the older I got. It was, it, it felt horrible not to 
not to deliver what I was supposed to be delivering, mm-hmm. not doing my job. Ah, and so now you do your job. I do my job. <laughs> and you do a lot of readings. I know a couple of people that have gone to you that are really quite famous, and uh, that's why I know you, because you were recommended highly to me. And um, I enjoyed my reading with you thoroughly. So I want to talk a little mm-hmm. bit about how you do what you do. If someone's going to make an appointment with you, what might that look like? What, what do you do? How do you tap into this information? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, it's always been very easy for me. Um, I get people's angels around them. Um, I'm very comfortable with uh, those who have crossed over come to my right side. Uh, I have had it had a little differently. It's happened a little differently in some readings, but um, I tell people all the time, you know, it's my, my, my sessions room or if I, even if I do it over the phone, uh, nothing creepy happens here. If the phone goes dead or the lights flicker, it's because we had a power shortage. Okay, I, I, I don't really, you know, nothing is scary. It's all very, it's all very, uh, very calming and serene. And I think most people are very, um, within the first 10 minutes, I, I think they're a little shocked. And they come in very nervous sometimes. Um, what happens to me is I open myself up and... I love meeting people's angels. I love knowing how we can help them to move forward. That's what your angels do. They, they tell me about you in your everyday life. And then if there are people on the other side that care to come and visit with you, well, they want to talk about everything, memories, things that only you and that person would know. Um, it's validation. It's just them saying we're here. That's what We're not it looks really like. dead. And we've just transitioned. We've just transitioned. I think yeah, that and, we uh, returned. I find that the same... very comforting because I think I know. I think I know they're not really dead, but how do we know for sure? So it's been very um, comforting and helpful to have these kinds of conversations with you. Well, and I'm glad of that. I I think that, and I I'm just me, Marty. I don't put on airs. I don't pretend to be something I'm not. Certainly, I'm not going to chase answers. I've been known to say in a reading, I'm chasing answers here. This isn't, you know, this isn't working. I'm not embarrassed to say I'm not getting anything. Um, What does that mean? Well, I guess they don't want to say anything. Or maybe it's not time. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So do you find that maybe sometimes some people are easier to read than others? Yes. Yes, and I've never found a formula to that. I, I don't know why mm-hmm. some people are easier reads. I've had people come into my room that are so, they are total believers, and their readings are go well. And I've had people that have come in and were scared to death and were so skeptical, and their readings were amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really, there is no formula to this. I, I, you know, I don't know why some readings go extremely well, and some readings can just kind of stop and go, stop and go, Um, but they're all very powerful. Um, If you get one sentence out of a reading that resonates with you, then we've done our job together. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's true. So something you um, have said in regards to um, 
explaining what it is you do, uh, you've referred to yourself as a reporter. Can you tell me more about that? I report what I hear. <laughs> I, um, I've, you know, I, I, I listen, and there are times when I don't want to report what I'm hearing. It seems ridiculous or mundane or really, you want me to say that sentence, but when I say it and the person across from me, their eyes light up, their tears start coming and they say, how could you have known that? Why did you say that? To me, it's a simple sentence. And I say, I don't know. I just report what I heard, right. you know, uh, because they know the other side always knows what their loved one needs to hear. I may not know, and I don't need to know. I'm just a reporter. I'm just the intermediate person. You're like a translator. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) A translator for those in heaven. I love that. So now, do you do phone readings? You're based at Reno. Let's start that, right? Right. I am in Reno, Nevada. So people can come Uh see you in Reno, or they can do a phone reading with you? Sure they can. They can do both. They can do whatever they like. I have done um, auto writings through email. A lot of people are not very comfortable with, you know, if they're just dipping their toe in the water, they get a little bit, I don't want to talk to that lady yet, and that's okay. Um, they can, uh, they can I, I can do an auto writing for them. Um, I tap into who they are. I open myself up, and I just start typing and uh, those are very powerful, very powerful uh, readings. I shoot them an email and say, here's what I got. Fascinating. I didn't know you did that. That's a very um, cool gift. That's a really cool thing to be able to offer people. Thank you. I, like I was that. gifted with that as well. I really, uh, yeah, well, you know, you, you learn as you go along. I mean, I think we all do. And yeah, um, absolutely. I think that, yeah, you know, you, you don't know. I mean, I, I didn't know I could get health on people I didn't know uh I didn't know that I could get a warning like that and what I've learned is if I get a warning on health that means we get to change it that whole meeting was set up so that the person could change that it's not their time to go it's not their plight um to go through that so um I didn't know that I felt crazy <laughs> but as I as I go along now I'm much more comfortable and I'm right. not afraid well, to say, well, I'm, you I mean, know, bringing I could up be wrong. That's a great point, Marty. It's like, first of all, we have to say yes to our gift. And then we have to have the courage to explore what that might mean and be vulnerable with it and maybe make mistakes, but hopefully gather more and more information and then get more and more comfortable and keep, you know, exploring and expanding. That's, uh, that's interesting. I think that's probably the case for anyone that wants to claim their true gift. I think it's really scary. It was very frightening for me when, um, as those who have read my book, which you have, and, and those who are about to read it, um, they'll see that I was thought, why, why, why me? What, what right do I have to tell this person? What if I'm wrong? My biggest thing was, what if I'm wrong? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just thought to myself, people are wrong every day. We make wrong turns. We, we say the wrong things. We wish we had done it differently. Can I be wrong? Yes, absolutely. I can hear it wrong, report it wrong, not get it clearly. Um, Absolutely, yes. And I'm not afraid to say, hang on, 
I don't feel like this could be completely correct. Let's just take the context of it and use it for whatever resonates with you. Mm-hmm. I can always feel it when I'm not getting the entire, you know, the, the entire message, and I'm not embarrassed to say that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that takes really, uh, I guess, getting our ego out of the way. You know, and I, I say all the time, the, the desire to be perfect is actually toxic. You know, it's just more important, I think, to show up in our hearts with sincere intention. I know that for a fact about you, that you have such sincere intention and such an open and generous oh, thank heart. thank you. Thank you. I'm anybody, very proud of that. Anybody that wants a reading that um, is sincere and wants to connect from the heart, Marty may be the girl for you. So, Marty, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how can they do that? They can call me directly uh, at 775-232-8191. They can uh, reach me through my website at uh, angelicsensations.com. They can email me at marty, M-A-R-T-I, at angelicsensations.com. I welcome emails. um, I'm very approachable and... uh, and so, you know, whatever they're comfortable with is, is what, what they, they, they'll know. They, they know how they'd like to get a hold of me. Perfect. So now, Marty, do you have any stories or particular examples that you could share with us? Regarding what kind of a reading? Uh, you want something? Yeah, yeah. Anything that comes forward as far as, you know, an example of uh, uh, somebody that had a reading with you. I know you had some in the uh, back of your book, but anything that you want to share with us about um, a reading that you've done for somebody? I think my most memorable readings are those that are healing. Uh, those that, um, or, or those that are um, validation. Um, so the one that comes to mind, I, I did write a very, uh, a very, actually I had a client of mine do it in her own words, a very powerful, very healing reading uh, at the end of my book. Um, there is one I did not write about. I had a client in my room whose uh, mother was on the other side, um, and her daughter, which was this woman on the other side, was her granddaughter, was about ready to have another baby. And um, her mother kept talking about a bonnet. Well, turns out that my client, her jaw hit the floor, and I don't know why, because I don't know why I say the things I do. I just report it. And she said her mother always loved putting bonnets on babies. And I thought, well, okay, well, that's kind of goofy. But uh, what she said to me was that baby will be born with a birthmark. Okay, now when they say something like that to me, I have to say to them in my mind, you better give me something better than that. Give me something (laughs) solid. Okay, don't just tell me the kid's going to have a birthmark. Where is it going to be? She clearly said it will be up in her hairline the back of her neck, and tell my daughter, the woman that was sitting in front of me, that's where I kissed that baby. So when that child was born, now this lady is a true believer, and um, I've seen her family except for this daughter that was having the baby. And so, of course, when the baby was born, my friend and her husband, the grandparents, ran straight over there, flipped the baby (laughs) over, no birthmark. Okay, no birthmark. Oh, no. She called me, and she was so distraught, and she said, Marty, Marty, look, we did it. There's no birthmark. And I said, yes, there is. Look again. 
And she said, but we did. And I said, it's up in her hairline in the middle of her neck. So they went back over there, flipped the baby over. There was the birthmark. And it, it just, it, it just absolutely captivated her and her husband. And then of course she had, she had told the, the daughter and the son-in-law who are, you know, kind of scientifically minded and went, eh, and that time they went, huh. And all that is, is see, we are here. We are here. There's no other reason why she, she, she would have told me that because uh, besides the fact that she wanted, she wanted that family to know that she was sending that baby into this world. She had held that baby. She had loved that baby and she had kissed that baby. Oh my gosh. That's a good story. And the last one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a pretty great one. And you sounded yeah, like you were so confident that that birthmark was there, even though they told you it wasn't. That was something you really knew, right? Yes, absolutely. I get a, I tell, when I tell people, I won't take it back. I told her when that comes out of my mouth and I don't mean to say it, when I say that in a reading, I I know I feel it in the core of my tummy and, and, and which is our center core. As right. you well know, it's like, hello. And, and I just, I knew, I knew, yes, absolutely, because I wouldn't let her be vague. I don't just tell me. It's like when they tell me about a, when they tell me about a tattoo. Oh, no, you don't. Uh-uh, <laughs> I need more deep like than that. Dummy. I need to know <laughs> what it looks like. I need to know exactly what it looks like so I can draw it. So let's go one step further. So, yes, mm-hmm. and they can do that. I I love it. So now, Marty, here's a question for you. You're clearly very gifted, and you always have been. Do you think um, we can all open the door a bit to heaven, the other side, angels, loved ones? Is that something we can all do, or is this just something that, you know, some people have a gift for and others, like, just don't? I think we can all do it. I think it's to what extent people are willing to step out on that limb um, I'm much stronger and much more confident than I was, of course, when I was in my 20s and we didn't talk about it. Um, right. So, uh, yes, I do. I do think that we all have that. I actually, um, I, I teach people that they can absolutely read a stranger. I do workshops. I bring a stranger in and mm-hmm. they, they, they read that person and as not to put people on the spot. They write down everything they get on that person, and then that person highlights everything they wrote down that they hit on. I think people are amazed. Well, I just thought that. Well, it starts with a thought. Yes, everyone does have the ability to read and open open themselves up to the other side. They want to be heard. They have a lot of messages to be delivered, and I and I mm-hmm. think they're full this peace and love. And, um, oh, yes, they absolutely want to be heard. So, yes, we all have that ability. I truly do believe that. I think you're right. I mean, I love, I didn't know you taught classes. That sounds like such a powerful um, exercise that you do. And I do think it sometimes takes just trying it and practicing and then getting the feedback. So I think that's pretty remarkable. Yeah, the validation. It's if you can find somebody that will be your partner. My daughter-in-law played a huge part in that. Um, and you know, if you can find someone and you say to them, look, we know each other, so there's not much, I, I mean, I already know this about you, but from here on out in your life, I don't want you to tell me anything. Don't tell me anything and let's practice. And that's what I did with her. And I would call her and say, 
this is what I know you're you're doing. This is what I know you're thinking, and and it would be dead on. And and you know you, you have to have the, you know it helps to have the validation because otherwise you're just kind of spinning your wheels. Yeah, you need that reflection. It would be ideal back. if we could grab mm-hmm. somebody you know mm-hmm. grab somebody off the street, wouldn't it? Hey, come here. Let me read you. I got to practice. <laughs> well, I think people need to be open to it. <laughs> Might scare right, them. right, right. Not very socially acceptable behavior now, is it? Yeah, but I it guess would it be just nice. depends on who you go up to. <laughs> I guess so. Because <laughs> I know you've actually done that, and some people have been receptive, and maybe others not so much. <laughs> right, right. Yes, I have. And, and you know, you can, it depends, like, you know, where they are in their journey. Um, a lot of people stay closed up for a very long time. Um, they yes. don't want to venture there. They don't want to get into that. So, yes, yes you got to be real careful who you share information with. But usually if you leave yourself open to listen, your angels will guide you. They'll tell you to zip it and walk away or you'll, <laughs> you will be talking before you can even stop yourself. Um, that. That's them. <laughs> They're very accommodating, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they can be because I really believe, Marty, and I want to hear what you think. They're on our side. They're on Absolutely. our side. The angels, they're on our side. They want to help us. They want to support us. Yes. They want to love us. They want to help us find our way home. They want us to enjoy our lives. Well, absolutely. Well, well sure they do. They, you know, they, um, their job is to enlighten us, prepare mm-hmm. us. It's kind of like we as parents prepare our children. Our parents, in whatever way that was, tried to prepare us, whether it was right, wrong, or indifferent, and don't you see they're preparing us? We, they're trying to prepare us for our next journey. Um, they're trying to prepare us so that we can be cr- the best that we can be. When we get to that place where they are, uh, we, they want us prepared. And um, that's the best way that I can explain it. So you bet if they can get through to us here, God, just think what kind of a party they're having. I think that's so true. It's a beautiful message, Marty Tote. I just love you, and I'm so grateful you oh, came to have this you. conversation with us here. And uh, my listeners, it wouldn't be as much fun if you weren't hanging out with us. So I really, really appreciate you. I hope you're celebrating yourself and tapping into your gift and taking courageous action on your behalf. And if you want to get a hold of me, TammyBPhD.com, ask me a question, share your thoughts. This is about connection and celebration and ascension. So let's journey onward and upward together. Love to you, and bye for now.